the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome back to the Bruce Hooley Show on 98.9 FM, The Answer in Columbus, 94.5 in Dayton. And I'm Jack Windsor, founding editor of the Ohio Press Network, filling in today, tomorrow, and Thursday for the infamous, the great Bruce Hooley. And I'm honored, Bruce, that you've allowed me to be here. And thank you to Jeff Murtall and Alan Rogers for all of your hard work and putting today together. So far, we've talked with John Stover of Ohio Value Voters about House Joint Resolution 1 and why it's so important to get to a 60% threshold in order to initiate and pass a, an amendment to the state constitution. We talked to U.S. Senate candidate Bernie Moreno, and Bernie threw his hat in the ring last week. He ran in 2022, which is when I met Bernie, when the Ohio Press Network hosted four GOP U.S. Senate forums around the state of Ohio. And, uh, I mean, there was more than a basketball team who ran for that GOP nomination back then. $65 million was spent in that race, a race that ended when President Trump endorsed Hillbilly Elegy author J.D. Vance, who ended up winning the nomination going away and ended up clobbering uh, in the general election, uh, his Democrat opponent, Tim Ryan, who has been in politics since it uh, seems like I was born. And uh, later, we're going to talk with Bob France about, and Bob France, by the way, if you are a fan of the answer, he is the counterpart in the Cleveland area. He's the host of Always Right Radio with Bob France. And he is always right, by the way. He's going to talk with us about the grand jury's decision in Akron regarding Jalen Walker uh, in his shooting last year. And it was a two-way shootout, we have now found. So Bob is going to weigh in on that. And we're hoping that State Representative Gary Click will join us in this segment. He is a Republican from Vickery. And Click is the architect of legislation that would ban providing minors puberty-blocking drugs and cross-sex hormones for gender transitioning, which bill sponsors postponed uh, advancing last November rather than rushing it through the lame duck session. But the bill was reintroduced by Representative Click. Interestingly enough, it didn't make the top 12 list of Speaker Jason Stevens. Uh, he released a list of bills a couple of months ago that are priority pieces of legislation on which he and Republicans who have a supermajority in the House will focus. And uh, the SAFE Act was not one of those. But we're uh, hoping that uh, Representative Click 
will call us. And if you want to call us, you can join us at 844-TALK-989. That's 844-TALK-989, 844-825-5989, 98.9FM, The Answer, The Bruce Hooley Show. I'm Jack Windsor talking with you about the SAFE Act that is a bill that will, quote, save lives, and that's why we're doing this. Click told us earlier this year, actually last month, when we wrote a piece in the Ohio Press Network about the SAFE Act. Now, according to Click, the legislation is largely unchanged from last year's version and would require hospitals to keep anonymous information that would serve as data for determining the future outcomes of the effectiveness of those transition treatments. And Representative Click claimed that this legislation would also keep physicians from aiding and abetting patients in receiving this treatment in other states. So uh, it's an important piece of legislation, and we have uh, about six minutes left in this segment, and I understand that we have State Representative Gary Click, a Republican from Vickery on the line. State Representative Click, welcome to the Bruce Woolley Show. How are you today? Hey, I am doing great, Jack. How are you doing today? Hey, I'm super fantastic. Anytime that I get a chance to talk with you, sir, it's a good day. And I'm really... <laughs> Likewise. <laughs> I'm really grateful that you are with us. I know that you are a busy man. And so um, without further ado, I mean, I have a couple of questions. I've kind of teed up yeah. the SAFE Act. Um, I guess the first thing is if you could give us like a one-minute summation of what the bill is and what it does and why it's meaningful to our listeners, we would be grateful. Oh, absolutely. So the SAFE Act stands for Saving Adolescents from Experimentation. And there's just been this experimentation that's been going on with our young people. started in Ohio in 2014. That's when they started doing these, what they call them gender affirmation uh and they're not really affirming gender. They're affirming a dysphoria where kids are confused about their, their sex. Mm-hmm. And they think they're the opposite sex. And this is a real condition. And, and every kid that goes through this should be loved, uh, treated with compassion, dignity, and respect. But you, you're not helping someone when you reinforce a misconception. And so what we do at the same act is, is we, but that's what's going on. Mm-hmm. And then they, they couple that with hormone blockers and opposite sex hormones and surgeries on minors right here in Ohio. And so what we're saying is, no, 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 you can't do that. You know, we're not trying to tell adults how to live their lives. We're not telling people what to believe, what to think. We're not infringing on the LGBTQ community. They think we are. Actually, they don't. Some of them do. But there are, what we're doing is working with many LGBTQ people who have been through this. They've been transitioned um, in a place where they regret it because they were not fully informed. And we're putting up the roadblocks to say, you can't, at least you can't do this to kids. Let someone grow up. You know, save the adulting for the adults, but let kids be kids. And so we're just throwing down those roadblocks to say, you can't do this to minors. Yeah, that kind of makes sense. I mean, everything that I've read, and I'm not a neurologist, I'm not a doctor, but my understanding is that our prefrontal cortex does not essentially mature until 25 or 26 years old. Now, that's the area that's responsible for impulse control, for reasonable and rational decision making. Yeah, exactly. 100%. Matter of fact, I'm just looking on my desk right now. I'm trying to pick up this article just given to me yesterday 
uh, from the Cincinnati Inquirer, uh, where a neurologist says no strong evidence to back trans care for kids. Uh, it's not something that you can do. Uh, there, there's no evidence behind this. It's all uh, fantasy. It's a fairy mm-hmm. tale. It's a wish and a dream. Uh, but what happens is these kids, first of all, the, the puberty blockers are very dangerous. They, they diminish bone density, and, they, and what happens with that is young men, young women, get osteoporosis or osteopenia. Uh, sometimes their, their spines will refuse to, uh, to fuse together, and they have a lot of complications. Their teeth can become brittle as a result of this. These drugs are just not good for kids. And what you're you're doing is you're setting their endocrine system at war with their body with all of these drugs. Not to mention you're taking away their free will. Eighty-five to ninety-five percent of kids who just grow up and go through puberty like a normal young person, they will desist. They won't have that desire anymore. But ninety-eight percent of them who are placed on puberty blockers will persist. So you're really if you have a room of a hundred kids experiencing gender dysphoria by applying puberty blockers. You change the direction. You change the path for eighty-eight of those kids, and yeah. you're t- actually robbing them of free will. Yeah, I, I remember growing up, guys who would inject themselves with human growth hormone or steroids because they wanted to right. try to get a Division One college scholarship in athletics. They would have episodes called roid rages. I remember those, right. so I can only imagine what these types of things will do. So. We've got about a minute, and I'm going to um, buddy up these questions and, and give you about a minute to answer it. It sounds like the red herring okay. argument of the pedantic and poisonous progressives is, hey, if we don't do this, these kids are going to commit suicide, which I think you've uncovered is completely false. And then where is this oh, bill, yeah. uh, Representative? You've got about a minute. Uh, go ahead and so tee junk, off on that. First of all, the junk science, uh, they are more likely, 19 times more likely to take their lives after transition. Uh, before, 19 times just talking about thoughts or feelings. So tomorrow we are having sponsored testimony. So I'll be giving testimony tomorrow morning uh, at 930. There's two bills ahead of me, but in the uh, House Health Pub- and Public Policy Committee. And so I appreciate any support along that. If you're a praying person, please pray. So there's uh, proponent testimony tomorrow. And how can they how can they reach you if they want to? provide testimony, whether written or in person? What is the way for them to do that? Oh, that'd be great. Uh, Rep88, R-E-P-88 at ohiohouse.gov is my email. Um, And it's 614-466-1374 would be a way to reach out on the phone. We'd love to hear from you. And, yeah, maybe you're a person out there who's had some experience with this and you want to share your story. It's a hard story for people to share. Uh, and not everyone is capable of doing that. I completely understand. But if you want to have a story and you want to share it, reach out to us. We'd, we'd love to hear from you. He is State Representative Gary Click, a Republican from Vickery, and he is the author of The Safe Act, Saving Adolescents from Experimentation. Thank you, Representative Click, for joining us on 98.9 FM, The Answer, The Bruce Hooley Show, back after the break. I'm Jack Windsor, filling in for the Bruce Hooley of the Bruce Hooley Show on 98.9 FM, The Answer in Columbus, 94.5 FM in Dayton. And I want to thank, thank State Representative Gary Click, the architect of legislation that would ban providing minors puberty-blocking drugs and cross-sex hormones for gender transitioning. He 
joined us, gave us a nice rundown on the bill and uh, the red herring argument of the pedantic and poisonous progressives. And uh, coming up next at what time? 1235, we will have Cleveland talk radio icon Bob France with us. And Bob and I will talk about the grand jury's decision yesterday regarding the Jalen Walker shooting last year in Akron. But before we get to Bob, I want to share with you what I think was incredibly insightful and uh, timely analysis and commentary from Jeff Snook over the weekend. Those of you may know Jeff, uh, Buckeye fans, he co-authored the book, What It Means to Be a Buckeye, with former Ohio State Buckeye coach Jim Tressel. Uh, and then he duplicated that book at other universities. And we're honored to have him write commentary for us at the Ohio Press Network. But he wrote a piece titled, Riley Gaines Sadly Stands Alone Against the Woke Mob. And he said, in this crazy new world in which boys can identify as girls and girls can identify as boys, I have a new hero. Her name is Riley Gaines. Gaines is a 23-year-old woman who worked thousands of hours in a pool from the age of 12 to eventually become an all-American swimmer at the University of Kentucky, where she qualified three times for the NCAA championships in the freestyle and butterfly events. Now, for college football fans, her father is Brad Gaines, the former Vanderbilt fullback who once collided on the field with Ole Miss safety Chucky Mullins, who later and sadly died from his injuries. Lately, however, Riley has not been known for her accomplishments in the water. She's now being widely identified by Americans and the woke mob as a transphobic bad word. I won't repeat that word, but you can read that in the article. Uh, She got that silly label for standing up for what is just, for what should be the norm, for speaking up about the rights of women athletes in whatever sport they compete. Now, this whole absurdity started when the NCAA ridiculously allowed a biological male who identifies as Leah Thomas to participate in the Women's 2022 National Swimming Championships. Uh, Leah, once William Thomas, competed on the University of Penn's men's team, usually ranking no better than 400th nationally in any event. But in the women's freestyle events, with the strength of a six-foot-one male, Leah Thomas was an overnight superstar. Gaines said, I remember watching it, and she destroyed everyone. I was standing right next to the girl who placed 17th, which means she didn't make it to the final or get to be an All-American when Leah touched the wall. She just looked at me and had tears in her eyes, and she told me, I just got beat by someone who probably didn't have to try. This morning, Leah Thomas's transition to women's swimming has made plenty of waves out of the pool. Want to hear the ridiculous part of the story? Thomas used the same locker room as the female competitors and was fully undressed. Yep, you heard that correctly. Then she took her dignity to the pool. Thomas broke several women's records and received trophies and awards that would have gone to deserving female swimmers. But when Thomas tied Gaines for fifth place in the 200-yard freestyle and received a fifth-place trophy instead of Gaines. 
the NCAA across, crossed yet another line, clearly wanting to promote and support its highly publicized trans swimmer over a biological woman. That's right. A biological male was handed an award over a biological female. And that is when Gaines began to speak out about just how wrong this is. The thing I've learned the most throughout all of this is to use your voice. Before I said anything publicly a couple of weeks ago, with myself being the first or second to protest this, I have realized there are so many girls who feel the exact same way as I do, but are told they can't say anything. Or they're scared because today's culture is cancel culture, and they don't want to risk their future in athletics or future careers. There are so many things that can be taken down with it. But what I've realized is if we want to change, you have to use your voice. We have to let people know as a group that a majority of us female athletes or females in general are not okay with this. We're not okay with the trajectory of how this is going or how it could end up in a couple of years. Now, on April 6th, Gaines gave a speech at San Francisco State University promoting single-sex sports and stating her case about how unfair it is to allow biological males to compete against women in any sport. And that is when a woke mob first confronted, then attacked, and ultimately assaulted her. Gaines said a man wearing a dress punched her twice before she retreated to the safety of a classroom where she was barricaded for three hours. Gaines posted a one-minute video in which she walks out of a classroom while protesters yelled very insulting uh, curse words at her, one of them screaming. Then, to add insult to Gaines's injury, a woman by the name of Jamila Moore, the school's vice president for student affairs and enrollment management, emailed students thanking them for their part in the, quote, protest. It took tremendous bravery to stand in a challenging space, Moore wrote. I'm proud of the moments where we listened and asked insightful questions. I'm also proud of the moments when our students demonstrated the value of free speech and the right to protest peacefully. Gaines tweeted in response, I'm sorry, did this just say peaceful? I was assaulted. I was extorted and held hostage. These protesters demanded I pay them if I wanted to make it home safely. I missed my flight home because I was barricaded in the classroom. We must have different definitions of peaceful. Yep, in this world of crazy in which boys can identify as girls and girls can identify as boys, Riley Gaines is indeed a hero. And in Ohio, the state legislator is considering a bill called Save Women's Sports that would ensure that males compete against males and females compete against females. So pick up your phone, pick up your pen, call and write your state representatives, your state senators, and let them know where you stand After the break, I'll be joined by the Bob France, and we will talk about what went on in Akron. You are listening live to 98.9 FM, The Answer, in Columbus, 94.5 FM, in Dayton. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.